0: Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach. Now, they call me the queen of predictable sales results, well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show, because Well, this show is all about inspiration, not just in demystifying the client getting process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others including you. Now for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to help people shift out of the diet culture mentality, and trust in their ability to eat how they want and what they want without fear of regaining their weight. So I am super excited to introduce Caitlin Kelly. Now, Caitlin is a Dr. Sears Wellness Institute certified health and wellness coach, helping women achieve sustainable weight loss, eat guilt-free, and create healthy lifestyles that last by ditching their diets and eating more whole foods. Now, after three kids and years of not making her own health and wellness a priority, she began her health and fitness journey in November, 2019 and has since lost 70 pounds. Now it was on this journey to better health that she discovered a desire to help other women Achieve their own weight loss and health goals. Well, welcome, Caitlin. I am so excited to have you as my guest
1: today. Hi, Wendy. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Yeah, and you know, I just love how you're helping women finally break free from dieting mindset to have to lose weight. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work
1: you're now doing. Yeah, I mean, I love being able to work with other women and uh, helping them reach their goals. Um, you know, in a different kind of way without relying on what most of us have participated in, you know, with diet culture. So it's great to offer this alternative perspective.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. The world of dieting is so pervasive and, you know, there's a lot of marketing money that goes into selling this diet and that diet. And it can be, you know, a a bunch of on and off and on and off kind of vicious cycle, that I know that a lot of women struggle with. So, so yeah, I'm super excited to learn more Mm -hmm. about this, this work that you do. And I, you know, I'm, I'm curious. So we talked about, well, when I was bringing you into the show anyway, I mentioned that you yourself were struggling with excessive weights and whatnot since I think November of 2019 is when you began your journey uh, Mm -hmm. to wellness. But you know, exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice?
1: Well, um, it's, it's kind of a, a funny story, I guess. Um, I, it all started in a, in a mom uh, Facebook group. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I'm a part of this local uh, Facebook group Uh, for moms. okay, And just after so long of struggling and not being able to stick with any sort of routine or consistency, I just decided enough's enough. Now's the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I kind of made like a a subgroup for our mom group of any other moms who wanted to, uh, you know, work on their health and fitness as well, you know, because this kind of thing is, so much better when you have support and other people who are, you know, working towards similar goals. Um, So I started that group and, um, you know, it just began there. I I was uh, making progress and creating this whole new lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I started to share pieces of that journey with friends on Facebook and, uh, you know, with the rest of the world on Instagram and and people would ask me all the time, you know, what are you doing to get these results? And, um, you know, I wasn't doing anything wild or crazy or, or yeah. out there, yeah. but, you know, I would <laughs> tell them all the time, just repeating the same three things. And, you know, yeah. I was just like, well, if people are asking me what I'm doing, you know, it's probably because they're curious, curious of, you know, how, how they can do this too. And so... Right. Yeah. You know, that group just provided so much support and motivation. And I just wanted to do that to keep doing that within our group, but then also expand and help other moms or women who may not be in that group, but, you know, help them achieve their goals as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I love that. You know, it just, it doesn't have to be hard to start your own business, right? You just notice, boy, there seems to be a lot of interest around this and, and, I can help them, you know? yeah, <laughs> so yeah, just following that prompt and stepping into that it takes courage though, right to to start your own business, you know, turn it into a legitimate type of a an offer and and take on that uh role within people's lives, so yeah mm-hmm. I, I love that yeah. so that was two thousand nineteen, or so how long have you had your coaching practice?
1: Yes, yeah, so I started my own journey in 2019. And then the next year in 2020, I in after a couple months of making consistent progress, you know, I started thinking about how can I go about this? Like I wasn't sure mm-hmm. what to do. So right. I, you know, found uh the Dr. Sears uh Wellness Institute. And you know, Dr. Sears is a very well known uh a, a physician. And so I, I made sure it was credible and mm-hmm. made sure I wasn't signing up for anything iffy or, you know, strange. And uh, so I, I did that in 2020 and I completed my training and received my certification. So, you know, technically I can say I've been a coach since about summer of 2020. But I mean, it feels kind of weird for me to say I've been a coach since then just because. You know, it did take me a while to sure. kind of build up everything and, and get clients. And you right. know, I've taken a couple breaks um here and there just because of life and kids and things. So mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. I, I I haven't been working on a truly consistent basis yet, but that's something that I am building up towards.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's great. Yeah, I I and I love the fact that you sought somebody that you believed in and you felt was really credible in order to gain that certification. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's fantastic. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in in building your practice?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I, you know, there's plenty of people who start businesses and they have no idea what they're doing right and that was uh, not really born with that skill set it's
0: <laughs> kind of one of those things You got to learn a few things about it <laughs> and you yeah know, I don't seem to be taught in school that much unless you're in college and you take specifically you know some some courses so so yeah, yeah. what was what are some of the things you
1: came up against um so i I would say uh you know, just one, just that initial of starting where to start, you know, registering your business and doing all that. I had to figure that out. And then, um, you know, as I kind of moved along and and got things set up, it's, uh, you know, just dealing with, you know, self-doubt and, um, you know asking myself is this something that i can really do you know because starting a business is not necessarily going to be easy for everyone right and it takes a lot of work and time and commitment and you know i just didn't know like if this was something i could truly do can i create and run a successful business and you know there's also that you know dealing with the imposter syndrome and feeling like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be or deserve to be in the health and wellness space. Um, One, because I'm so brand new and, you know, there's other established people in the industry and, you know, who people look to. And so, you know, it's really, you know, all these thoughts of like, you know, who am I to be giving that advice? Who will like what I have to say or, Mm -hmm. you know, what, you know, I or my business stands for. So there were, were a lot of of thoughts along those lines in the beginning, you know, just if I could really make this work. Right.
0: Yeah. No, that, that kind of doubt, even though you've obviously demonstrated that what you do works and it came down to those three things, right. That it was just consistently came down to those three things, but yet Mm -hmm. our little voices in our head, you know, start, um, unrequested shining mm-hmm. in and stealing our confidence, right? <laughs> who do you think you are? Well, yeah. I'm the same person that lost 70 pounds. Who who are you? You know, <laughs> We don't have that argument. We just like, oh, you're right. I don't know who I am. <laughs> and then, you know, who yeah. knows what some of our, you know, well-intentional family or friend might say about going into business, you know? So yeah, it's that inner game and just the standing in your strength. That's always a uh, uh, a, a tricky part, a tricky component to to starting a business. So, well, mm-hmm. are there any tips or, or things that you could share with our listeners in terms of maybe one little takeaway that helped you to regain your confidence and, and say to those little voices, you know, put them in their place?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I think part of getting through, you know, these kinds of thoughts and feelings is believing that, you know what you want to share with the rest of the world can have a positive impact on others. Uh, you know I've been in or very close to the shoes of my clients and prospective clients, and so I do understand the struggle of loving your body and treating it well. You know of possibly feeling like a failure or you know that you'll never be happy or confident or comfortable in your own body, especially for someone you know who's had you know even one child or multiple multiple children. So, you know, there's that fear for some of food, um, of feeling guilty because of the food choices that they make. So I I understand what it's like to put your own health and wellness on the back burner and focus on caring for everyone else around you. So, you know, when I think about it and my, you know, uh, struggles of those negative feelings, you know, I'm not looking to change the entire world or to make tons of money or to become super famous on social media or anything like Mm -hmm. that. I just want to share with others what I know and have experienced myself to be true and life-changing. So, you know, what has worked and continues to work for me, I know that can work for others to help give them the results that they've been waiting, you know, so long for and that can assist them in living their best and healthiest lives. So, Um, just really focusing on, on that positive positivity and knowing what I have to offer to others can actually help Mm -hmm. have a positive impact in their lives.
0: Right. Yeah. Just leaning into the positive and, and kind of remembering that it's, it's all about just seeking that better balance and being able to enjoy food again, without it being this guilt type situation all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, that makes that makes total sense. I have this talk with yourself every now Mm and then. (laughs) So it's good to have a couple talks. Yeah, refocus (laughs) out of the positive. Yeah, I love that. And you know, Caitlin, you're obviously an expert at helping women finally achieve their weight and health goals. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business. So this is a very different skill set. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business?
1: Uh, yes, yes, for sure. I mean, being a, a sales person is not in my personality makeup. You know, I've, I find the selling part a little scary uh, because, I mean, it's not something that I'm was used to doing before, mm-hmm. um, starting my business. It's not something that I was, you know, familiar with or anything that I had to do. And I, I know that part of owning a successful business is having, you know, a consistent stream of customers and clients who right. keep coming back. Um, but I do know that just sales in general is not one of my strong suits. And, uh, you know, when it comes time to talking to someone about my services and trying to, you know, possibly gain them as a new client, you know, some, I sometimes get stuck on what to say or what to do because I I don't want to come across, you know, you know, I, I, we've all experienced this at some point or another when someone's trying right. to sell you something and they give you just the icky vibes, the icky feelings. And like, I I don't want to be that person because Mm -hmm. I don't like it when people do that to me. So it's, it's about finding that balance of, yes, I would like you to become a client, but I'm also not trying to push you and scare you and be aggressive and, Mm -hmm. you know, all doing all of that. So that's kind of where I struggle with. Oh uh, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. That the way you described it sounds definitely awful. You know, of, <laughs> you know, I don't know why or how, but there are still still people that take on that kind of an approach to selling. But mm-hmm. here's the key, you know, that's, I'm I'm curious, I got to ask you. So you say that it's not your personality. So mm-hmm. tell me, what do you think is the personality of, you know, somebody who, sell something what personality are you thinking that is
1: um i mean i guess just someone who is you know mm-hmm. possibly outgoing like i i'm mm-hmm. not a, a, quite an extrovert i'm more of an yeah, introvert with extrovert tendencies depending you know yeah um, you know, i i didn't grow up being the life of the party or <laughs> like right. that so it's, so just I think more reserved so that's yeah okay just, I was just
0: curious you know yeah and so you're just, seeing salespeople as just being outgoing and bubbly yeah and I, I mean usually
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: okay no I totally get that and and uh I came from a, a background of being a classical musician and and pretty much a an introvert, you know, socially awkward, classical music mm-hmm. nerd, and <laughs> and so I totally get where you're coming from. You know, when I started my first business, it was just like, okay, I read a sales book, and I was like, okay, no, I will never be that way. <laughs> so <laughs> something else has to happen here because yeah. that is not me. Mm-hmm. So you know, and the interesting thing is, though, so, you know, you've you obviously, you know, because of your Facebook connections and this, you know, sub group that you created and all these women that are excited to, uh, yeah, 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 let's do this. You, you spearheaded it, you set it up. And, and uh, so you, you know, you have an ease with people, Mm -hmm. but there's this, other person you think you need to become to get a client. And so here's the news alert. You don't have to be somebody different. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing is those memories that you have, or those, you know, I hate when people try to pressure me and this and that. Mm -hmm. The thing that is important to remember about that situation is that at that moment, this person was probably presenting to you something that you had zero interest in,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: or you had, you had moderate interest in, it's not like you would plunk down a hundred bucks for it. You know, you were like, nice interest. It's like, Oh, (laughs) you know, it was, not Oh my God, that's incredible. Tell me more. Mm -hmm. No, that's a big difference. And so this person was clueless as to where you were at with, you know, your opinion and they completely disregarded that. And so that's what made it feel like pressure Mm -hmm. because you had really no interest in the beginning. It's, you know, it's like somebody approaching me and and saying, oh my God, you've, you've got to buy stiletto heels, just buy them, just buy them. You'll, you'll love them. (laughs) You know, they're absolutely incredible. And you know, if you know anything about me, I do not wear high heels. And so oh, me it <laughs> that would, that would be the same thing. It's like, I, I have no interest. Can't you understand? I don't have any interest. And they just take mm-hmm. that, that clue. So here's the thing, Caitlin, uh, you know, you're in opportunities where you talk about somehow the topic of diets or weight loss or something comes up, you know, whether it's in Facebook or maybe you know, just getting together with some friends or something. Mm -hmm. And instead of here's, here's the paradigm shift. So instead of telling, think of how to ask, Mm -hmm. ask questions like, Hey, so it looks like you've, you know, you've lost some weight or I, you know, are you in, obviously you have to be sensitive to this because you don't want to say, Hey, you need to lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You don't want to do that. But um, it all starts with questions versus telling
1: Mm -hmm.
0: when you can think of questions or the conversation can naturally come around to, you know, the weight loss topic. And, you know, if you just like bring it up, Oh my gosh, I just found this new whole food restaurant and I love there and whatever. And then it will naturally come around to, people complaining about their, their weight. Mm -hmm. Every time you talk about a restaurant or anything relevant to eating, people are going to like probably chime in. Oh, I wish that I could eat that kind of stuff. You know, it just always goes right to my, right to my hips or right to my thighs or whatever, you know, it just naturally does. And so then it just opens up the opportunity to ask questions. So, well, so have you, have you been trying to lose weight for a while, or you know, just lead with questions mm-hmm. to find yeah. out if it is something that is really a, a source of frustration for them before you even like start into the conversation? Well, hey, I've discovered, you know, I went on this quest for weight loss, and I was always up and down and up and down, and up and down, and wait, and I finally decided that that's it, and. I took a stand for this and that, and I, you know, and then I discovered that there were three really important things that I needed to really include, or I, you know, I don't know your process uh, that made a huge difference.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My main point here is that you've discovered if there is a big interest and you have discovered through intentional questions, whether there frustrated with what they're already already doing. And then that opens up this opportunity. Well, I know how you feel. I felt the same way, but what I discovered was this. And then if they're at all interested, then they'll just simply say, wow, tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. So it just changes the whole setup. If you approach it from an opportunity of just asking versus telling yeah does
1: that make sense is that that well, ma- yeah that, makes, that makes a lot of sense I think I just get so flustered in the moment sometimes and I'm like ah, I don't know what yeah. to say and then I just forget oh yeah just it's, think of questions it's, yeah it seems so sensible and makes sense it makes a natural lot of sense. right yeah it's more yeah. natural it's just yeah. like having a wow
0: really well tell me tell me what's going on you know like if somebody decided they were going to go get into bike riding or something. Really? Well, tell me, tell me more about that. You know, it's just a natural <laughs> conversation. So yeah. We seem to change who we are when we think, oh, I gotta, I gotta do a sale here. So I better yeah. not be myself. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully that helps shift your mindsets and moves the needle for you. So I'd love to hear any feedback once you give that a whirl and just, you know, let me know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, speaking of struggling with weight and the whole, you know, yo-yo diet type thing, you know, we've just come off of this, you know, long stint of uh, the pandemic, which of course wreaked lots of havoc besides the whole health concerns and wellness and all that went along with just worrying about the virus itself. But it disrupted a lot of, you know, routine, I mean, Mm -hmm. gym, you know, fitness routines, yoga, all this stuff was just kind of put on hold or something. And, and uh, the refrigerator, if you're working home base was now 20 feet from you. And you mm-hmm. know, so <laughs> I'm just curious, you know, what has been the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do?
1: Um, I'd say there has been within the health and wellness industry, a both positive and negative impacts. I mean, positive on an industry level, because Many people are working from home now, and they now have this extra time that's not spent commuting, or you know, in, you know, they're just finding other ways to save time. So now they can focus on their health, start exercising. I mean, when the pandemic started, there was you know a huge increase in sales for exercise equipment and yeah. bikes and weights and even roller skates, like things were so hard to find because people were now, you know, doing all of these active and, and physical things um, and deciding to take this opportunity to, you know, better their health. So, you know, uh, people were hiring personal trainers virtually and, you know, health coaches and other people, you know, within the, yeah. the the different niches within the health and wellness industry. So there is definitely a positive aspect to that. um, as far as being able to, to help others who are, you know, ready uh, to, you know, work on their health, but then also negative because, you know, once again, people are working from home now, so it's easier to sit down and and eat a bag of chips or just to mindlessly eat because it's there and you're not (laughs) running around the office or, or spending time, you know, doing other things. So people have found themselves, you know, people say they've gained the quarantine 20 or 15 or, you know, whatever number it is that, you know, Mm -hmm. pounds that they've gained. So, um, you know, there, there are those two aspects to it. But I think overall, though, it's been positive and, and people are still finding ways and time to, to be healthier in in various different ways within their lives.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of that, that ricochet effect in terms of, oh, now, what did I get myself into? And -hmm. how can I get out of this excessive weight gain or, you know, now this binge eating habits or, you know things that yeah. don't support wellness. So yeah, I'm sure that there has been a huge need for the work that you do. And, and well, Caitlin, can you, you know, share a little bit more about how you do work with women who want to finally achieve their weight goals and stay there? Can you maybe share a little about your philosophy or your approach?
1: Yeah. Um, so my approach to health and weight loss is a little bit different than, you know, some other health coaches out there. I don't believe in dieting. It's not something that I suggest to my clients or to anyone. Uh, You know, I'm not big on food restrictions, counting calories or macros, doing supplements and, you know, all the wraps and pills and shakes and detoxes that are, (laughs) that you see on social media. And (laughs) it's, it's, it's a lot and it's overwhelming and they give false claims. And so I, that's just not something that I I can push on anyone or, or recommend because I, I just don't believe in that. So yeah, no, that's refreshing the, right there. Yeah. Cause I mean, I was in that whole diet culture before and it it's, it's just, it's opened my mind to be out of it and, and know that there's other ways. And so within my signature program, whole body reset, um, you know, and also at the heart of my business is my three foundations of sustainability, which are prioritizing your nutrition, committing to your fitness and shifting your mindset. And so, you know, my clients learn nutrition fundamentals, how to choose quality foods, how to portion control and, and different ways they can move their body. It it doesn't have to be just weights or running or yoga. There's so many different things you can do. Um, You know, they learn how to work on their mindset and, and change their uh, limiting beliefs so they can overcome their challenges and reach their goals. Mm -hmm. So those, those are the three big things that I like to work on. And, um, you know, I, I believe that when you focus on these three things and learn how to do them and allow them to work together with one another, you'll be able to get the results that you're looking for and create healthy habits and routines that work for you. And you're able to live a lifestyle that lasts forever. And I I, I like to do these in like small group coaching sessions. So that way no one's overwhelmed. There's not a lot of people I can, uh, you know, spread my time individually with clients and, and make sure that they're getting, uh, you know, their needs met and any questions that they might have. So it's really great to do it that way. Um, because I feel we have more time to talk and really get into, uh, you know, any, any issues that a client may be having. So that way they know that I'm here to talk and that, you know, they're going to, they're going to work. We're going to work hard together to, to get them where they need to be. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. No, that accountability and support is such a huge component. Yeah. I love that. So it's the name of your, your signature program is whole body reset. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. No, that's great. Mm -hmm. And so you went through it kind of fast. I couldn't write fast enough. So the three (laughs) main components of your your system, um, of your program. Now, what are those again? The nutrition, uh, prioritizing your nutrition, prioritizing nutrition. Okay. Committing to your fitness, committing to your fitness. Okay. Right. I Mm -hmm. missed that one.
1: And, and shifting
0: your mindset shifting your mindset all right well that yeah that totally makes sense you know it's what you what you eat and you know in in bringing you onto to the show I mentioned that you know the leaning into the whole foods and
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah you know which those can still be yummy can't they
1: oh for so, sure there's so <laughs> many like different ways that you can cook a potato mm-hmm. or so this is good tasting food too it's not just oh yeah like I, have, I eat carbs i we we don't discriminate against the carbs i mean in moderation for some but i mean right. their carbs are not evil
0: so, they're so good for you the taste buds are a part of this picture too right oh yeah
1: there's yeah. there's no bland food and just awesome. plain boiled rice like i'm talking pastas and and curry curry dishes and uh yeah. the, you know all the, sorts the of yummy things. yummy foods it's, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow,
0: it makes a lot of sense. a lot of sense caitlin yeah definitely well how can listeners learn more about you and and uh the great work that you're doing
1: yeah um so if anyone's uh interested in learning more about me and working or working with me they can head to uh my website which is uh coach with or if you like to roll around on Instagram and see what's happening there, you can find me at the Mad Hatter House uh, for health and wellness tips and to follow my own health journey.
0: Okay, fantastic. So that is Coach with Caitlin, right? And it's the with is spelled out, W I T H yes. for us. It's
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay, so a coach with Caitlin.com and Caitlin mm-hmm. is C A I T l-i-n and of course yes. our listeners look in the show notes there and you'll find the, the hyperlink to her website and then they can uh follow you on instagram and the, your handle there is at the mad hatter house yes is that correct okay yes. all right i'm not sure the connection there but i like it it's on <laughs> alice it's-
1: in wonderland right yeah, it's my, my husband's last name is hat and we, it's kind of a, a crazy house with three dogs and three kids. So it's just,
0: <laughs> it's perfect. Okay. Now we understand. So it's the mad hatter house. All
1: mm-hmm. right.
0: Fantastic. Well, Caitlin, you've already shared a lot of golden nuggets of wisdom here, but if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some advice that you can share with say a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed.
1: Yeah. I would say don't get caught up in what others are doing Mm -hmm. Um, because I mean, it, it's fine and encouraged to take a look around at others within your industry and niche to get a sense of what's going on and what's working and what's not, but don't obsess and let it negatively, um, you know, impact the way you do things or want to do in your own business. And, you know, when you're able to focus on the why of your business and the uniqueness that you can bring to Mm -hmm. set yourself apart, I, I think that's when you can really, um, get into the swing of things and be more confident in your ability to do what you set out to do with your business and uh you know you can take some of the extra or um unwanted pressure off of yours off of yourself so really just don't be scared to to be different mhm
0: yeah no i love that because it is so it's so tempting to start the comparison game, you know, and mm-hmm. well, it looks like they're everywhere on social media. Oh my God. They've got all these likes and Oh no, what am I doing? I'm not doing it. I'm missing out. And that whole, yeah. you know, vicious cycle. So yeah, it's, it's really important you know, the way I presented is that because there is a lot of competition or at least a decent amount, that's validation that you're in the right place. Mm-hmm. And then put mm-hmm. the blinders on. And then I love what you said about just focus on on your uniqueness. You know that mm-hmm. that uh, special, you know that uh, zone of genius or you know that uniqueness that is that is you. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Caitlin. Yeah, I you sharing you. that. Yeah. yeah, and you know, Caitlin, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from. The mom's Facebook group where, you know, everybody was uh, just getting in there and chiming in about this and that and everything to do with being a mom. And and then you decided to take a stand for you, for your Mm -hmm. weight, your health, your wellness. And you knew, though, that I'm probably going to need some other people here you know, we <laughs> can like collaborate and, and yeah. support each other. So you, you spearheaded this subgroup, you know, this small group within a group and it's like, all right, you know, let's rally, let's do this. <laughs> and through that journey, you discovered something really, really powerful yeah. that not only supported you in achieving your, you know, very impressive weight loss goal. And the ability to stay there, but then you, you dug deep and found the courage to, you know, help other women with this. Mm -hmm. And I just love, you know, the powerful work you're now doing as a certified health and wellness coach, helping women achieve that sustainable weight loss and eat guilt-free and create healthy lifestyles that last by ditching their diets and eating more whole foods. So I've really enjoyed our conversation and I want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much, Wendy. I, I had a great time.
0: Yeah. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Caitlin Kelly through her website and that's coachwithcaitlin.com. And I uh, follow her on Instagram, like I like she said, roll around if you roll around on Instagram, <laughs> uh, be sure to follow her at the Mad Hatter House. So all right, well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless supply of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session you may be surprised by what we discover. All right, well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me in our next podcast episode at predictablesalesresults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Caitlin Kelly. And as always,
1: here's to your success.